to Evolution Through Ascension. I am your host, Jesse. This is Russell. And good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, wherever you may be across the world. And I believe we are back with episode number eight, I think it is? Yep, episode eight. Ooh, buddy, we got a big one today, huh? Yeah. Uh, the, these uh, three episodes that we're going to be recording today are going to be focused around the spirit. I'm uh, going to start off with the first one is just going to be just talking about a spiritual awakening. I know we we've talked quite a bit about that over the past episodes, but to talk about it just in a, a little bit different perspective and kind of open it up a little bit to where it explains some things for people that are going through a spiritual awakening or what to expect to to go through uh, when they're going through one, or just um, really just what it is and not. Not making it so, you know, just less mystical, you know, like it is a big event. It's awesome. It's great, but it's not, it's nothing to be scared of. No, no, it's quite, not quite as complex as everybody makes it out to be. But I hope to take away after, after hearing it, that it won't make it so, so, so scary or just woohoo or anything like that because it's yeah. it's not like that i was just thinking that yeah not so it's out the, there. it's a very very natural process yeah it is it is quite natural once you find yourself going through it it is not that big a deal but before we begin begin the episode you had some things that you wanted to share for your recent experiences you, that you've been going through oh yeah this is talk here as I adjust some levels um guys so it's probably been what three weeks now yeah three four weeks now yeah so I, I've been getting better and better with my meditations and they've been getting uh stronger and I've been able to um do a better job focusing and starting to get a little bit um out of body type if you will starting to feel a slight bit removed from my body when I meditate so um, I'm starting to get better visualizing too. And about three weeks ago, I think I briefly mentioned this in one of the last podcast. I was in a really, uh, really deep state of meditation and uh, clearing out some uh, negative energies, if you will, some faults of my own, and uh, wound up manifesting somebody back in my life. Um, but. Uh, what I really noticed was the, uh, I don't know, I don't even know what you would call it, is the ability to feel one's own electromagnetic field. Yeah, you're feeling someone's aura, aura. and that's the, that's the energy body that's, that's waking up. The energy body, yeah. So I can, I can feel that now. It's like, a, like if you were to push the two north poles of two magnets together, and uh, you would feel that opposing force pushing apart. I can feel that between my hands now. And uh, I was able to, and I was able to do a little energy clearing, if you will, uh, release some negative energy blockages on a friend of mine, and uh, kind of get that person flown again, energy-wise, if you will. So that was that was quite a neat experience that that's uh, developed and opened up within me. And I even I meditate now, and I, I work with that, just like I told you know, just like you and I talk about every morning, you know, just 
for those of you at home, uh, just imagine kind of putting your hands together a few inches away with your fingers pointing away from you and just kind of moving in a circle or even an oblong type circle with both your hands and feeling that, that push-pull of um, kind of like the, the same end of two magnets together kind of pushing apart. Um, so now I, I can meditate doing that and I can I can visualize the uh, energy between them and actually get stronger and my hands heat yeah. up and they get tingly. Yeah. So it's it's getting stronger for me. So it's I'm actually... Uh, and I showed I I do that trick now that you showed me with the uh, charging with the Earth's energy filtering out, you know. Mm. So it's it's actually getting stronger within me, yeah. Which I think is quite an interesting development. Yeah, and mess around with those hand positions too because they do different things, you know. Yeah. Ooh, speaking of which, I was even able to uh, show that to a new coworker uh, who's who's been waking up lately. I showed him that the other night at work and he was oh my god I can feel it so he's he's coming around too so there's a few of us there unfortunately he's leaving though going to a different job site but yeah it's a good it's a good positive move for him that was something that he manifested in his life and something that he wanted yeah well, he's been he's been he told me he's been having dreams about um, having vibrations and higher energy levels within himself so yeah something is pushing him out there his spirit side somewhere is pushing him to you yeah, know yeah that's him and that that's it's cool that you mentioned about the dreams and stuff like that because i was going to talk later on about about the dream state yeah what we're doing in our dreams is actually like while we're asleep there's more going on and we're doing more stuff than we are in the the 16 hours that we're <laughs> you know yeah <laughs> that we're awake. Yeah. It's just setting up everything for those 16 hours. And how do you do that? What? How do you set up for it? <laughs> <laughs> Not in this episode. Not in this episode. Okay. <laughs> Not this time, GI. We're building up to that point. Yeah. <laughs> Well, today's episode, this episode, we're going to be talking about the spiritual waking, like I said, and just kind of tying it all in a little bit differently than, than what we've been talking about, but focus just more on it, really. Um, but for for people that don't know what a spiritual awakening is, it's a, it's a shift in consciousness mm -hmm. where the inner self which is your spirit steps forward and it allows it allows the individual to experience a different reality than what the ego experiences and it gives the ego a timeout yeah like it's <clears throat> for me it was a couple weeks after i had my first spiritual awakening that it that it went like a couple weeks where I was just like at peace and other people that I've talked to have had basically kind of that same that same frame which yeah. I think the reason why it is two weeks is because it's falling within that lunar cycle like what we were talking about yeah yeah it's still it's that 18 day diurnal cycle is what it's causing yeah anywho <laughs> anywho so those two those two weeks of just being at peace it gives you a break from that ego to see 
that there is a transition between between the state you're in and the state that you were in. Yeah. Everything is more positive, more free, just kind of in the flow a little bit more, and there's no thoughts bothering you, and it's just it's just a more of a peaceful time. Well, after here's here's the biggie after that two week period there's a crash Uh everything just goes to shit yeah and (laughs) that is the ego coming back and just you know it's not just the ego but it's it's also showing you everything all those distortions all those illusions all the all the the perceptions that aren't accurate showing you everything all at once yeah all the catalyst everything everything that you would need to be working on in your daily life to get to get you back to your spirit self that's all it's showing you it doesn't mean that there's anything that you are those things it's there you know there's anything is wrong with you that is just the stuff that you would need to be working on to get your spirit back yeah and you know before you told me that i'd always had a bizarre feeling that it was lunar cycle based i noticed uh, that up and down pattern if you will within my own body with yeah. certain even certain physical effects and then when you told me what was going on I was like oh, that makes more sense now yeah it's that it's that balance it's that balance scene wave the yin and yang yeah the masculine and feminine masculine and feminine yeah. you know the and essentially the heartbeat of god yeah which is absolutely beautiful it's 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 cool to see it that way yeah it's quite trippy <clears throat> and, and to experience it that way as well yeah but that that dark night of the soul that that's what it's called all that that pain that just starts boiling up and it can cause a person to go into depression when a person goes into depression during that state so they're not they're not seeing what needs to be fixed inside themselves right. you know yeah. they're they're seeing it from a completely different perspective and if you are in a de- depressive state it, it's it it's not gonna f- you're you're not gonna be able to get out of that no. until you actually get out of it yep but the dark night of the soul can be looked at as a positive as a positive learning tool and gauge to show us what we need to work on so i, I would i would definitely say if if somebody was in that phase to just start just taking notes on everything of all the issues that are coming up, all the thoughts, the emotions and stuff, and what are the root causes of those things in your life and in your past, what has connected to the inner child and just breaking down everything. And then even if you have it on paper, you can actually start to see where maybe things are connected, you know, because you're actually getting it all out there instead of trying to sort it in your mind, which the mind is not going to be able to sort anything until it is positively oriented and starts fixing and healing itself. It's it's still going to stay in its old programming in its own ways, think the same thoughts through the same triggers, having the same everything. And it's just that's where we stay in those worm in in the in that rabbit hole you yeah. know we get and that's how we get stuck in there because it just keeps winding and going yeah well I definitely remember those days <clears throat> uh, definitely positive guidance and um research meditation absolutely through the dark night of the soul would help somebody have the workspace 
and to, to, to be able to start breaking these things down uh, and start doing that inner work. Yeah. As they do the inner work during that dark night of the soul, they'll start coming out of it uh, faster uh-huh. because that's why that's why it's there. So you at least need to start healing, and then as you heal, then you start getting out of the dark night of the soul, and it doesn't seem like it's this this negative thing. It's a very very positive thing. Yeah, I know. I did tons of research. But it's how we perceive it. Yeah. There, there is no good or bad. You know, that, yeah. that going to that back to duality. It's whether is something it's positive or it's negative. That's how you perceive it. But we judge everything, saying no, that's good, that's good, that's bad, that's bad. I don't like that. I don't like that. I don't like that. Yeah. I like that. That's cool. But I don't like that over there. <laughs> yeah. You know. Yeah. But if we were to change our perspective, our perspectives to just seeing things how they are for its own truth and just letting it be as it is and accepting it for how it is, it will make that mind so much quieter that's judging every single thing in front of it. Yeah, so basically what he's saying is don't inherently or automatically apply a meaning to it. Don't assign anything to it. Don't start an argument in your mind. Yeah. Don't say this is good or this has to be bad or whatever. Just see it for what it is, and if it applies to you, self-correct. Yeah, yeah on the spot, on, on the, the spot, spot, and it does correct it. Yeah. It does correct it. That does that does update your subconscious. If you're keeping yourself in check yeah. and you are doing that uh, self-analysis yeah. of what is going on in any situation, that you can reprogram yourself on the spot and move on. Yeah, don't don't get mad or start an argument with yourself or anyone else. Just realize that something's being shown to you that you, it's a thought process within you that you need to correct. Yep. It's not good or bad. Correct it and move on with your day. It's so it can free yourself up. Yeah. And definitely in ways that you can't imagine. It's it's not something that you can foresee. It's something you'd have to experience. No, we can't sit here and tell you how it's going to be for you. <laughs> It will be beautiful in its own way for yeah. each individual. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty. Which awesome. is yeah, it's so it's so cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So so the dark night of the soul is just all that that past pain that's boiling up, and it's a mixture of it's a mixture of the inner self and your and your soul showing you all the pain that needs to be released and it's all that it's all that catalyst that will be put in your experience so you can learn from it yeah right? like like we've like we've been saying about the every day is being a classroom environment if we were to look at it through the through that perspective we could be able to see all those events that are happening throughout the day that are our little tests. Yeah. All the little things that we would learn from. It's every instance that it would cause us to trigger to go back to that yeah. that that fear or the guilt or whatever. Okay, stop yourself. That's something that you need to learn from your past and heal from. Something is causing that that fear, that guilt. Yeah. <clears throat> That's what needs to be fixed. That's what needs to be healed from, and it's always inside the individual, not in anything else, just the individual. Yeah, it's a catalyst to wake you up, not something to actually get mad about. Correct. Yep. 
and that and the ego gets in the in the the fight or flight mode for its survival so as you're the the dark night of the soul as you're healing it, that the ego just starts compounding itself and it really starts to lay on the pressure because because oh, yeah. you're starting to you're starting Ooh. to kill it you're starting to remove its energy and it's going for its own survival against yeah. you yeah because you are its only source of energy. Yes. You are the only thing that's keeping it alive. And so it is just going to give you a barrage. Oh, yeah. So it can hold its control over you. Oh, my God. Did mine ever fight me? Jeez. This is only for people that 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 their ego is in control of them. If, if they're able to able to be in control of their emotions and their peaceful state and they don't have a lot of thoughts that are bothering them and stuff like that that's somebody that's in control of their emotions and in control of their ego right someone that is not in control of their ego that's someone that's always projecting themselves on others they have a lot of negative thoughts emotions actions uh very self-oriented very materialistic uh, and just it's just riding the wave of society. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Full bore. Let's let's go with society's route. Let's go. And just completely wrapped up in that. And yeah. that would be somebody that would who would be considered asleep. Oh yeah. To <clears throat> yeah. Reality. Yeah, somebody riding that hamster wheel every day, doing the same thing. Same pattern, same rhythm. And inside they're miserable. <sighs> same way. They're miserable, and they're yeah. doing whatever they can to get by and to look and for that, you know, the outcome happiness. Every, you know, just trying to get whatever oh, they can. Yeah. But it's all going to be ego-driven outside sources that they're going to be going to to bring them that happiness that they're never going to fully get inside. Yeah. If if I only had this or that, I would be happy. If I had this person yeah. or that person, I'd be happy. Yeah. Putting your happiness in an external source, so it's it's never going to come to you. Because you're telling spirit side that you don't have it by saying, if this comes to me, then I'll be happy. Yeah. So it's never going to happen. You got to be happy first. As the individual heals from their past, heals the inner child, and is healing inside, that ego voice, the one that is always running all that, all that stuff in the mind... It's going to become quieter. It's either going to be talking less or yeah. just talking quieter, period, and yeah. you don't hear it as loudly. Yeah. But in the beauty of this, too, the outside reality that you're experiencing as well gets quieter. Just the volume on everything just gets turned down a little turned bit. Down. Yeah, it does. <laughs> and it's a really welcome break if you've had a very busy mind oh, because yeah. now it's like... Ooh. Oh gosh, I can relax a little bit, you know, yeah. and that keeps going in stages to where it keeps compounding and gets more and more and more. Yeah, and reality keeps getting quieter and quieter, and your mind gets quieter and quieter until yeah. you're in a just a peaceful state all the time, and those thoughts and everything aren't there. Yeah, and and that's pretty much that. That's in the realm of you know you're just you're just now you're back to you. Yeah. you're back to your spirit. Because that that's the core you. Yeah, every once in a while mine'll fire off and I'm shut up. 
you know, I'll have to correct it, see what's going on, but it's 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 more and more rare now. I and like I was I was telling you the other day to just command it, command it to start working for you instead yeah. of against you. Yeah. Uh, because the the ego the ego body it is a developmental side of you that is it is there for your purposes to work from and work on yourself yeah uh but i i guess you would have pretty much throughout the course of the journey as it gets quieter your you know the ego will not have any more power over you anymore yeah so it's just going to sit there by itself with no energy given to it you know it's not like it's going to be getting angry or anything like that because no. it has no energy. It just sits there. Yeah. So it's going to want something from you. If you still give it love, okay, yeah, accept it as a part of you and give it love, but then ask of it to – if it is only – if it's going to be a part of you, to be a positive part of you. Correct. And to only assist you with your development, and that is its only responsibility – because once you are your spirit again and you are that I am, there is no reason to have the ego even for the survival purposes anymore because your higher self and your spirit is in charge and running the show. Yeah. That direct connection to God that knows that everything is running precisely how it's supposed to run. Period. Yeah. And you, you are manifesting how you're supposed to manifest at that moment so you're covered you're covered there there is no need for that ego anymore so no. its only purpose is to just help you when it when it when you need it to you yeah. know that that's it you're yeah. only going to give it energy when you need to give it energy yeah yeah i'm to the point anymore where um it only fires off every once in a while, and for them, and and on an average daily basis, I can have positive, happy thoughts, and and even from that, I'll start getting, uh, I'll get a physiological response in my body to where I'll actually feel like positive feelings, like tingle down through my body, yeah, and I actually feel more elevated and uplifted, you know, not just mentally but physically too. So mm. it's like I said, every once in a while, it'll fire up and I'll give it a little shut up, you know. Yeah. Enough to figure out what, what, uh, what in that moment was triggering that to go off, but it's, I've massively, massively turned the tables on it. So, yeah. And it's, it's cool that you can look back and see how much that you have changed over, over this period of time, yeah. you know, to how things were and how yeah. things are now. Yeah. It's, I mean, like even like we talked about in a previous episode, driving back and forth to work, it's all, uh, like I'm getting so many synchronicities with license plates now. Mm -hmm. It's insane. <laughs> As a matter of fact, this past week and a half, I'm even getting uh, uh, dual repeating letters now on license plates like AA or JJ. Yeah. I looked those up. That's pretty trippy, as I was trying to tell you. But it is, yeah, it is just amazing. It's like as long as I'm in that positive space, literally the manifestations on license plates are literally mm -hmm. 
just lining up in front of me like I told you the other day. Well, and it, and it's being in the flow state too. Yeah, flow state. Yeah, yeah, I was I was I was gonna talk about the flow state here in a little bit, but I mean, I'm going to talk about it now. Uh, it, the the flow state is is being in the groove with whatever's going on, and we we experience this all the time. Like if we're Say if we're at work and we're you know doing a task or whatever, and you're just you're zooming along, man, and zooming. you're just bang, 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 just nailing it, everything. Yeah. You're in that flow state. Uh, when we're deep conversations with someone, you know that's a that's a big flow state right there, and you get yeah. that massive time dilation. Yeah, I was just gonna say that. <laughs> yeah, and I guess any time that you would have a time dilation is when you are in the flow state, yeah. and you're real, oh, like oh man, dude, all that time just went by. That's awesome. Yeah, we've just been talking an hour. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that's just a constant flow state. Yeah, but. The beauty about the flow state is, and we don't even realize this, is that is when you're using your spirit. You're not yeah. using the program. You're not using your mind. You're completely your spirit form while you're in that in that flow state. It's got your back. It is already doing, you're doing everything precisely how you're supposed to be doing it. But get this, when we stop, we stop, and then we think about something that we're doing, and then it goes to shit. goes to shit. It was that mind and that ego that jumped in there and just yeah. completely just threw it all off. The thinking mind took over. Yeah. It, it, that is a complete difference of, of who and what we are as that ego program versus the spirit. Yeah. The spirit is us. The true us, the one that lives on forever, the infinite one, the one that is going to be experiencing more and more lives past this one and other places, beautiful, doing beautiful things everywhere else. But this is only just something that we're experiencing right now. Yeah. Little temporary schoolhouse. And it's figuring out that that ego isn't us. The spirit is us. Yeah. Ooh. And to learn... Love and understanding. To be love and understanding. Not the ego. Not fear. Yeah. That's... I was doing a little um, energy work on a friend the other day. And uh, it was only about an hour. But they thought they were here for multiple hours. They were going through a bit of a time dilation themselves. So as I knew it was only an hour. But they thought they were... I mean, I looked up a couple times and they were... They were damn near passed out. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. Because yeah. it's, it's definitely a relaxing moment for sure. Yeah. Even for the healer as well, being in that state. Well, I mean, the healer wouldn't be able to fall asleep. There's too much going no. on. No. Well, <laughs> too much. It's so, it's, yeah. Never, never mind. Never I mind. Got off, I got off no. on a tangent there. Don't want to get off track. <laughs> Spiritual Awakenings, take two. <laughs> now here to talk about Reiki. <laughs> but we we need to accept our dark side, and that dark side also comes out through the dark night of the soul more. The dark side of this is a, a lot of that is tied into the sacral chakra 
with our sexual desires and and that dark side of us that doesn't get any love it doesn't get any attention any energy and it just sits there and just boils up yeah if we love and accept that we talked about that in an earlier podcast about loving and accepting that and integrating that into ourselves and then we gain more of ourselves we have more of ourselves back but it's a yeah. healed portion that, that as it as it integrates and assimilates into us it becomes healed so it's not like you're you're taking on your dark side and you're still going to be that dark side once it's more of a loving part of you. It doesn't work that way. Join the dark side. It's it's going to as it heals, it's kind of like it switches its polarity yeah. and and becomes an additional part of you that you never had working with you because it's been working against you. Yeah. You're more whole and complete. Yes. Yes. young Luke any any uh, unaccepted parts of ourself is is strictly from that societal programming ego all that the the collective consciousness all that crap that's yeah. that's the only reason why it's it's really there and how we have dealt with it because we would think that somebody would judge us and look at us negatively or whatever. It's so like, no, I am, yeah. I am going to judge myself because of that now, and I'm going to put that away and never deal with that because no one else is going to be able to handle it, so I don't need to handle it either. But that's not the correct way to deal with that. That, is, that has negative energy that is just sitting there and just festering. It's not, it's not healing it. Yeah, the fear of being judged by others. But we don't, we don't look at energy that way. We haven't been taught to look at energy that way. It's coming though. Yeah. But it, this, coming. this, it, you can go online and, and start to see all the new stuff that is coming out for technology, for energy, the understanding of energy. Oh yeah. Even down into into the principles and the theories and looking at science as we know it. But we are electrical bodies. Everything in the environment is yeah. electrical. It's everything is really you can base everything off of current and you can you can look at it that way. Fill in the blanks and look at yourself in a as an electrical circuit and you can actually figure out a lot about what you're doing. Oh yeah. On just that level. Yeah, just like Tesla said, energy, frequency and vibration. Yep. Understand it and you'll you'll figure it all out. Yes. Yes. You just have to dig. Don't yeah. don't don't go by what what the acquired mind is saying. Yeah. Of of all all of your years of vast knowledge that this <laughs> mind has. <laughs> this information I am reading is not correct because it does not match my programming. Oh my so it doesn't it doesn't that 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 portion of the mind is not going to help you in learning anything. No. Your spirit is what is going to get you to learn things and to program that mind properly to where the it's the spirit programming the mind and yeah. not the ego keeping the mind programmed. You literally got to use the force. Literally. It's funny that you say that because the the force from Star Wars is actually so similar yes. to how really this whole process and the abilities and what we truly are it it 
it's so close it's not even funny. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's why I said it. I hate to make a movie reference, but it's so close. And the, the people that are having this experience still know what we're talking about as well. Yeah. is I've heard it quite a few times people talk about that. Yeah. And I absolutely believe it too because I watched the movie and anything, anytime that the Jedi's are doing stuff, and especially for training wise, yeah. they're spot on. They're saying the stuff that you need to do to fix your inner self. Yeah. Like letting go of anger. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. But you have to know what those triggers are that causes your anger. And those triggers are from stuff from your past and your programming. Yeah. Period. The Jedi's having to maintain a calm, positive attitude all the time. They are their spirit. Yeah. They're not a program. Yeah, and the Sith Lord's being angry, just burning with hate all the time. It's <laughs> it's so similar. <laughs> you know, that that also reminds me of the movie Inception. Earlier we were talking about triggers. Um, be, being there to awaken you. That movie Inception, when they were asleep, they would do what they call riding the kick back up to being awake. That that always reminds me. Those triggers, you're riding the kick back up to getting rid of that and being more and more awake. Yeah. You know, those little things that you would normally get mad at that's just there to show you, hey, man, just work on this and that's one less trigger you got to worry about. Yeah, and then after you've healed, after a period of time, you'd be put in... Of course, a situation to where something in the past would trigger you and you wouldn't be triggered anymore. Yeah. <laughs> you would just, you would be completely different in that, so in awesome. that event, you know? And yeah. And if you notice it, if you catch it, it's awesome because you can be like, oh yeah. man, I totally would have like, I would have, I would have done something different. I would have freaked out or I would have, you know, Yeah. but I'm like, but I'm cool right now. I'm cool. I get happy. I'm like, I, I'm cool right now. This is so awesome. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I got, I, I go through like two, two, two things. Like the more recent stuff that I've healed, I'm like, yes, I'm happy now. This is awesome. This doesn't trigger me anymore. And old stuff that I've healed, I'll just look at it and go, cool, bruh. Yeah. All right. Yeah. yeah. Cool story, bro. You know? <laughs> All right. Yeah, like it literally doesn't even phase me at all. Rockness, man, you know. Yeah, it's letting letting go of all the actions, uh, the thoughts, the negative feelings, the negative emotions, the the negative people in your life, negative activities, functions, whatever that doesn't serve you anymore. You can, well, you would be letting go of these things through through the early through the early stages of the of the spiritual awakening process is is just kind of doing a big yard sale of all of the crap in your life that you don't want anymore it's gone you just start shedding off all that stuff that just it isn't a part of you anymore yeah and uh going through like a nesting period of of like say your house you would start kind of moving around your furniture you would start tidying it up oh, it yeah. would be cleaner uh start and, getting rid of clutter yeah um and a, more of a balancing in your house 
and stuff like that that's that's like that natural process of yeah. just your inner your inner self is is healing and becoming more of that spirit feng shui your house yeah we're big on balance yeah. in the house. Everything has to have that that flow throughout throughout everything. But it's it's like a natural thing that we do, and balance is always like a natural key focus. To oh, it only has that one position. That's like the only way that it can go right there because it bounces yeah. with everything else around it. Yeah. So when you walk in the room, it's like your mind doesn't even go into, I need to fix that or that that bothers me or whatever. You walk into the room and it's just complete peace. Absolutely. But yeah. clutter actually does that to the mind. It keeps it chattery and it, it, it keeps it active. Yep. We don't realize that because we don't ever identify with that portion. We just go on with our, you know, lives or whatever. But it yeah. is there running in the background. It's another process that is bogging the mind down. Yeah, it's it's funny that you mentioned that because I've been for some time now. I've been getting uh, angel numbers, angel messages to feng shui my place, <laughs> which is interesting. <laughs> now I've I've always known that the uh, the the uh, the external physical chaos represents the internal chaos. Yeah, trust me. I, I've I've lost a, a, a f- several people in my life from for bringing that to light for them. <laughs> they didn't yeah. like that too yeah. much. <laughs> but yeah, it's true. And I notice every time I clean my place, I just feel 10 times better. Even if it's just a simple dust and clean, you know? Yeah. It just, I feel lighter. Yeah. Getting rid of old stuff I don't use and straightening things up. There's less chaos in the brain, it seems like. Yeah. Absolutely. Nothing, and plus there's nothing to think about. It's like it, it takes a load off mentally. Yeah, it does. You it know? does. And then just imagine all the things that are stacked on top of that, of all those processes that are running in the back of the mind that they don't have to be running. Yeah. They don't need to be running. Yeah. Turn it off. Shut that car off. You know, and as we're going about our lives, we are in that mind. So we think that that is us just going. Yeah. We think it's reality and it's not. Brains chattering. Yeah, and going back to the going back to the nesting with the house, um, people becoming more health consciousness, yeah. uh, health conscious. Uh, they just start to take care of their bodies, go to the gym, yeah, doing yoga. Maybe they actually start doing meditation. Yeah. Then, but those those new positive things will start replacing the negative aspects that they've healed from in their life. And all these positive things are going to start making them feel even better and start healing, healing even more. Yeah. You won't want to go back. (coughs) You won't want to go back at all. Mm -hmm. And it maybe even pick up, pick up a hobby, pick up an old hobby that they did from when they were kids. Yeah. Um, I did. I, I, I went back to baseball cards because uh, I collected baseball cards when I was a kid. Okay. Well, um, I was just like, I went to the store and then, I, you know, saw some cards. I'm like, man, I, I miss that. I wonder what that would feel like. Yeah. 
I opened that pack of cards and it was just like being a kid again. It's magical. Yeah, it was. It, it was, and so yeah, I I got back into it, and it really did help me out because it it allowed me to focus on on something completely new, but it had all that old energy of happiness with it from that inner child. So that was a part of my inner child getting to heal yeah. when I was doing that hobby. But now it, it kind of sucks though because I'm really not into baseball cards anymore. No. Like I, <laughs> it, so much of that got wiped out through through the journey. Which there's it, it's fine. I would take the journey over the baseball cards any day. Yeah. But now I look at the baseball cards and it's like they they have. They don't hold any value anymore. No. So, but I still want them to have at least some type of a value so I can, when I go to mess with them, that I will have an, a joyful experience yeah. and still be able to connect to it on that, on that, that child level, you know, yeah. just, just for that purpose alone. Yeah. Just that little bit right there. Yeah. That little bit of just f- fulfilled that little bit of your child inner child yeah just a little little speck of it there yeah there's nothing <laughs> wrong with that <laughs> nothing wrong with that little sliver of happiness is it yeah it's like opening the pack of cards I'm already happy before opening the pack of cards and that yeah. happiness doesn't change whether I get at an autograph or whether I get all just base cards. Yeah. It's like it's a the, the happiness just it's always at a a same plane, it's you know. Even keel. So it's like <laughs> okay, there's really kind of no point in it really, you yeah. know. I could go back to, you know, reading or doing lessons or something like that, something that's actually positive versus you know, something like that would I be kind of like wasting time, really? Yeah. For me. Yeah. Yeah, you've still got because I mean, you can see how much I write. I mean, this is yeah. you know, I we got a lot going on there. Do this. I, really, really, this should should be. I mean, this is my hobby essentially, but I do need breaks from it still. Yeah, your your journey's still going strong, man. We all take breaks from our stuff every once in a while. Even your own hobbies you take a break from. You switch around. Yeah. Back and forth. What especially for the for like the artistic people, poets, people who like to build. Oh yeah. All the all the creative people, all these the creative aspects will really start to come out and blossom more. But the people that are in those type of things, the creators, they're really going to want to start creating more and more and more and putting more of their love and their selves into their creations. And they're going to want to share those creations with other people and just give them to them just because they love them. And that that's a beautiful process to go through during the during the awakening the, during the awakening process of doing that I and I went through it too and I loved it it was it was a really special time for me and I really enjoyed that yeah I can't draw worth a damn but I love building stuff I was doing a lot of wood burning yeah and making uh 
these little wooden boxes and then doing wood burning on them, but having like positive messages and have put some crystals on the inside. Uh, I got some pictures out to, out to show you, okay. but uh, yeah, just doing stuff like that for people. Yeah. I, I make homemade lamps. Oh yeah. Well yeah. that, that hard drive that you oh, yeah. made the clock out of, that was awesome. That's awesome. I love that. Yeah. That's so cool looking. But people, people just showing their, their heart and their creativity and what they can make. You know, it's just so awesome to just see people's, creations yeah, absolutely. and what they the possibilities of what they can do yeah see the way that they envision it it's everybody's different yeah and and that that's a beautiful thing that we are all different and that's something that we need to accept from each other and not judge each other from our differences or anything like that it, no, whatsoever accept people for their differences and see their light and their beauty for what they are and what they actually bring to this world everybody has their own part yeah creativity is subjective not standardized mm -hmm. it can be whatever you envision no right or wrong way and, you, and speaking of which you don't you don't have to suffer for your art either that community community of people out there that wants you to suffer for your art and not make anything off of it and just be you know uh, be broke dick off of it and it is the man, collective consciousness of the art world yeah if you can make money off of it man go for it you don't have to sit there and suffer like those who want you to I don't know why I'm talking like that this episode. <laughs> it's so it's awesome just, just I love out. it <laughs> I love it man <laughs> uh even like baking baking is a way of creating yeah make food take yeah. take food to people oh i love cooking just doing something nice for somebody completely out of the blue and for no reason and wanting n and nothing in return nothing for it back. that energy exchange is so beautiful between both people because it's just it's just it's just straight love man yeah i love and, doing that and just just sharing i love doing that that you don't need payment from that the fulfillment that you get from that action is all the payment in the world that you need oh yeah and then plus the universe will pay you back in another way in the future anyway it will it will get it will give yeah. back but it'll end up being they'll yeah. blow you away too <laughs> yeah you'll get some good karma off that <laughs> yeah do stuff to to work on good karma yeah do stuff <laughs> do stuff <laughs> do things yeah yeah don't don't just do stuff because you want good karma back do it because it comes from the heart yeah it it has to be genuine genuine or else it just is all for naught because you are a spirit that's connected to God and you're a spirit that's connected to every particle and everything else in the universe all simultaneously yeah. so there are many 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 sources that know exactly how you are and how your state is how your mind is yeah and I mean, so if you're trying to manifest something that is completely ingenuine, that's the reason why you're not going to get it. And if the ego is trying to manifest something, the ego is not going to get it because no. the ego is not you. No. It's a program that's trying to manifest. The spirit is the one that has to manifest. The spirit uh -huh. is the one that is tied to the law of attraction. We don't get access to our spirit until we heal. So we have to heal first before we can start using our spirit, before we can start using the law of attraction, before we can start using manifestation properly to get the positive things and the beautiful life that we want for ourselves. Yeah. One step at a time, but it takes healing first. 
Gotta heal. Period. It takes healing first. Yeah, you'll find what the soul wants and the ego wants are two different things yes. when it comes down to it. So a lot of it's egotistical based materialization stuff. And we've all done it and we all do it. But if you can heal that ego and quiet it down, you'll wind up wanting different things in life. And, and uh, we have a tendency to not want to relinquish control over that. We want to keep the outcome controlled. And that's just, again, the ego trying to control what we get. You gotta let go and let spirit manifest. And that's really what Jesus was trying to teach people: let the spirit manifest and stop, stop egotistically trying to control the outcome. Yeah. When you try to control the outcome, it's not going to work anyway, because then you're just telling the universe that you don't have it and it won't give it to you. And and through the spiritual awakening process our our biggest blockage the biggest energy blockage in our body is in the solar plexus which is below the heart that is where the ego has and gets its energy that's where all of that is tied into so <laughs> it's 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 literally Breaking, th breaking through that energy blockage that the e where the ego is and rising above it into the heart chakra. This is where the transformation starts. Yeah, that is after healing, and that ego has died off some. That once you start to tap into that heart chakra and it begins to open and begins to flow. That's when you begin to really experience love and you see it in your reality as yeah. well. You're not reacting to situations that you're you're now starting to reason in situations, starting to have an understanding for how things truly are versus that illusionary perspective that you had in the past. Yeah. Yeah, that whole solar plexus thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, if you got some aches and pains in there, you still got some ego trying to control some things. Still trying to hold up your energy flow. And uh, the heart is the bridge to the spirit. Yeah. That's when the spirit really starts to become more prevalent and we're not operating from the ego anymore. Yeah. Over time, if that continues and the person is is still healing, still moving forward versus backwards, or or just you know not not even sitting still, they're still at least moving forward or whatever. They will be healing as they go, having <clears throat> a better life experience, even every day. Uh, changing your, you have better sleep, just. Yeah. Less stress, less less anxiety. Yeah, all kinds of different things, all kinds of different changes that are even could be happening in your physical body as well. You'd be losing weight. Uh, your immune system would be kicking in more. You'd be getting less sick. Your balance. That was one thing that I noticed for me that I got really good 
body balance. Really? Yeah. You got it back? Yeah. Oh, wow. That's impressive. Yeah, it was yeah, really cool. <laughs> but it's it's kind of weird, though. Like, there's mm-hmm. some levels that the ego is, at least for me, was... <laughs> Sorry, I just hit the mic. That that the ego was kind of controlling some things in that aspect for my life. It's a controlling little sucker. Which is which is weird that it's so ingrained, so deep in there that it can even change change how you speak. Oh yeah. Change the inflections in your voice. It's very controlling. Like thinking that you you need to sound a certain way. Yeah. It, yeah. It's that is to that level. It's the image of self-perception. Yeah. Yeah. And so you'll, and so that programming would be there and you would be trying to match that programming. Yeah. Yeah. You're changing your uh, mental and physical faculties to try and match that programming of that mental self-image. Yeah. Or even someone else's self-image that you don't even have any yeah. ties to whatsoever. Yeah. <clears throat> but operating from the self, yeah. I mean, uh, from the spirit, the spirit does not have any care about any of that. No. It has no application in anything whatsoever. <laughs> Two completely different things. <laughs> yeah. It just wants to be. There is no way that it tries to be. Exactly. It has no masks. Yeah. The masks that we wear. Mm. <laughs> I don't know why we're goofy today. I, mean, I, I slept really good last night. I don't know. And I'm drinking a monster right now. I don't know. Well, you showed up pretty somber. You're just like, hey, what's up? Maybe it's a monster then. Yeah, because now we're both kind of joking around and laughing. <laughs> the mood is elevated. When you showed up, I was like, Jesus, is this dude all right? No, I was good. Yeah. That's just, that's that, just that chill. The chill, yeah. That's like the, it's the, always the same state, you know. Yeah. Just, just chill. Chill, yeah. Now your mood is elevated. Yes. <laughs> okay, back to it. So, <laughs> thanks, thanks guys for yeah. hanging in there. Yeah. Uh, getting close to animals, having more of an appreciation for uh, nature, yeah. uh, which probably won't, you probably want to change your diet if eat cruelty to animals for you know yeah. for our purposes for food. Uh, I I personally I believe that we're we're uh, omnivores, you know we're carnivores and we and we eat. Um, plant life as well so we we have both we have the that's where our teeth are yeah Uh, so evolutionary wise our bodies are made to eat meat and plants i believe you're right but nobody should be judging anyone on what we're consuming oh no but as long as there is no violent acts or against animals, animal cruelty or anything like that for right. our consumption, 
if that process is, for, I mean, for a better word, is, I don't know, is just as blessed as it could be for the yeah. animal, yeah. you know, then that's, that, that's fine. Yeah, unfortunately, the inevitable has to happen, but I guess done in the best way possible, whatever that may be. Yeah. And, the, and this war between vegans and meat eaters needs to stop. Everything is a balance in life. This, you're doing it wrong. No, you're doing it wrong. Nonsense has to stop. Yeah, and no one is better than anyone else. No, you're, eat whatever you want. Who cares? Just we don't ha- don't we be ha- a dick about it. <laughs> we have to realize that we we are way closer and more one with each other than what we've been, than what we've been taught, what we've been shown, what we're experiencing. More people are waking up to this and seeing this. Yeah, absolutely. It is happening. Yeah, everybody's more tied together than what we've ever been taught. But it's just more people out there just need to change that perspective or just at least see that. At least be empathetic and have compassion for other people. Put yourself in their shoes when they're going through something in their life. And don't see them as a separate thing. Right. Don't judge them on any aspect of their life whatsoever. They are on their own journey just as you are on your on yours. Yeah, it doesn't make it right or wrong. Yeah, and try and figure out how you would feel if you were in that person's shoes and that's you'll probably have a closer understanding as to why that person's acting the way they're acting, so it's no reason to get mad or fight with each other. It's seeing it's for its truth. Yeah. But as the as the heart opens and that spirit becomes more of the individual, the higher the consciousness gets and the higher the vibration gets and it keeps building and getting higher and it's releasing even more of the ego to where... It would just be gone. You, you yeah. just completely separate from it. You don't need it anymore. You realize its purpose, no. and it's <clears throat> once you've realized what all its its complete illusion is, you're able to just let it go <laughs> on the spot, yeah. and that and that's when you're just transformed in just a, a you know one moment. Yeah. You don't need the ego's control or outcome. It's trying to guide you. You need to be spirit self, not ego self. Yeah, because the spirit, the spirit side of you knows exactly what's going on. It knows what path is going to be the most positive and best for you. But you can be that every single day. You could just be that spirit and be at peace. Yeah. But everything that's going on in your reality will be reflecting it as well once you're at that stage. Yeah. It's a completely different reality than an ego-based one. No, <laughs> yeah, for but, sure. <laughs> but everything is natural. It feels completely natural and free and just peaceful. Yeah. There is nothing to judge. There is nothing to say that's good, that's bad. Just let it be for how it just is and accept it. Yeah. If it's not if it's not something that resonates with you, don't have it in your life. Don't yeah, let it go. Go the other direction. Do something else. But don't judge that thing for how it was. 
it's for someone else. Yeah. Clear up that clutter. Just do your thing. Yeah. But accept everything else. Do your things. (laughs) (laughs) Do the things that make you happy, that bring you joy. Yeah. And share those with other people so they can feel joy, they can feel happiness, and do all that together to where you can you can have those moments anytime that you want to. Don't use the ego in your relationships to to take you back to a a program that's not you. No, don't do that. And that's not able to show love that doesn't know what love is. Go back to the spirit. Yeah, but both people in the relationship need to realize this at the same, you know, same as, as well that yeah. just to be the spirits with each other and not that program, their yeah. relationship will completely change for the positive. If if you're doing stuff that makes you happy, you're in alignment with spirit, with self. That that's how to be in alignment right there. That's the best, easiest, most simple way to put it. Do what makes you happy. That's what makes spirit happy. Anything else is just programmed. Yeah. And as our high as our consciousness keeps getting higher and like what you are going through right now with that that mental body, the energy body waking up and now you're you're moving that that chi energy now oh, it's already going in mine. <laughs> <laughs> Did you just shock yourself? Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> You jack yourself yeah, with a soundproof pen. Yeah, my my hands lit up when I did that. It it does that. But anyway, so back to it. Um yeah, as the as the as the consciousness raises and you you're experiencing that that chi moving now. Yeah. It's as the ringing in the ears starts to become more prevalent, that's opening up of the telepathic, the quantum upgrades that we would be yeah. uh, getting and are getting. Some people, some people have been getting these over the past few months and past couple years. Of uh, this is the next level of our development that we're moving into. Yeah, for the it's for the fourth density. What what stage the density of the planet is now? I'm starting to get more in my right ear now. <laughs> uh, so all these, everyone's completely different. Everyone has their own sets of abilities that they, that is just, it's natural for them, but they need to find out, you know, what theirs is. You know, mine is, I uh, I primarily use telepathy, so I have clairaudience. I'm heavy into clairaudience and clairsentience. Yeah. Uh, clairsentience is being able to feel energy. Um, but all that really starts to take place as our as our chakras open up and as we transition more into our spirit body, we're getting our essentially just our open true abilities correct that the ego was shutting out all of it and then plus society would just shut it out too you know because that's woohoo or scary oh my god you're you're a witch or whatever yeah 
it, that that is strictly a program, an automatic response that comes out out of someone's mouth that they probably know you know what they're saying anyway. Yeah, yeah. There's gonna be a lot of people that are scared of that, so be definitely be careful who you tell. Fear is strictly ego based. Yeah. Any anything that triggers fear is going to be it is going to be from the ego. Yeah, absolutely. I I was waving my hands in front of a coworker the other night, and I was like, "Man, can you feel that?" And he was like, "Nah, I'm pretty much shut off emotionally. I don't feel stuff like that anymore." <laughs> and I was like, "Oh shit! Congratulations! <laughs> Congratulations, man!" I was like, "Okay, let me just change the subject." <laughs> wow. Anytime you want to talk, man. I'm here. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, man. Just instant, like instant, re- like program response. Just boom, like a machine. Yeah, yeah. That was it. Was scary. That that just tells me that they really need to cry so bad, so hard and so bad and for a long time. It, yeah, just get it all out. Yeah. You know what? And a, and a lot of that that I've noticed in a lot of my coworkers is a lot of. Um, well, somebody did something to me one time, or somebody was mean to me, or an ex-girlfriend screwed me over, so now I'm shut off to the world. Yeah. And it's such a base-level, childish, egotistical, not to knock on anybody, because we've all been there, but it's just such a base-level, egotistical, like, I'm going to cross my arms and pout and throw a temper tantrum and be cold to everybody because somebody hurt me one time. And that's just the, the, the ego at its basic, childish form, you know, throwing up middle fingers to the world. When it, it it doesn't need to be there that way at all, you know, and that's that's a lot of what I deal with on a nightly basis. Yeah, yeah. And it's it's unfortunate that if people do have that mindset and that's where they're coming from, that they wouldn't be able to see another perspective to look through to look at the situation for what it's true is. Yeah. And. Yeah, not having any idea that they can step outside of themselves to see it's yeah. completely different. Yeah. Yeah. Con- yeah. To completely change that entire moment in an instant. Yeah. All of it and everything that it's connected to. And they don't want to because the ego's very controlling. Doesn't want to wake up. Well, it wants it. It wants to keep you, you controlled down. Take you down with it. Down goes Frazier. <laughs> as the as the spirit becomes more prevalent, that inner foundation and our inner temple, it starts to become more solid and no external forces are going to be able to affect its foundation and its structure whatsoever. As we're as we're healing our past and going through all these different things that we that we need to work on, all these different aspects, identities, perspectives, programming, beliefs, whatever that are in our life, doing this deconstruction, reconstruction of of the mind body and all of its processes, its triggers, defense mechanisms, it's easy to start breaking it down and seeing it once you start looking at it. Yeah. But Doing all of this, it gives you a completely new perspective, a completely new foundation, a completely new connection to your spirit. And it's timeless. It keeps going on. 
And the more that it happens, the more that you separate from that ego and from fear and from always. And eventually some point when you completely release from all your suffering, it's gone. It's over. You're, you're at peace. You are fulfilled. You, you have now that the light has turned on. Yeah. And from that moment, you are a completely different person, a completely different being. New human. New human. And so excited to be here. Oh my God, it is exciting. <laughs> that was essentially... That's essentially where I wanted to stop for a spiritual awakening because a majority... I think a majority of the people now would be kind of up to this point or working around in this yeah. realm and not, not taking it too far with the advanced stages. But this whole spiritual awakening experience and process can be so beautiful and looked at in that perspective and seeing it for its beauty. And it, you can get wrapped up in it and just get absorbed and be ready to learn so much about yourself and change so much about yourself that you actually have the ability and the powers to do it now. Yeah, it's so exciting. It's an exciting time. I wouldn't want to go back to my old ways, my old self. Oh, absolutely not. And it yeah. keeps on going way past this. The, the whole process never ends. Once it starts, it starts. And it, it doesn't end until you're, you're, physically, you're physically gone from this planet. Yeah. After that, you have other developmental levels that you're going to be doing. But just while we're here on this planet, this is it. It's and it's you. It's you looking through those eyes, looking through that that heart or that program or whatever. Yeah. Which 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 one are you looking through? Which filters are you using, man? Question yourself. Yeah. If if that's something that resonates with you, you want to start getting to the bottom of things or you are getting to the bottom of things this is a very beautiful process and you absolutely have the power to do it you all do. within yourself yeah. it, you may need some guidance connect with connect with people that are going through the same processes do research online there's tons tons of stuff that is that is online that that speaks about everything about the process really yeah Anything other than the advanced, uh, the advanced stuff gets gets harder to find. You really got to at that point. You have to know what you're searching for. But at that point, you would know what you're looking for anyway. Yeah. Um, that that would that would make sense to the person at yeah. at that time because now I only have specific things that I research for. For you back yeah for me back. Uh, you know, back a while back, I was just looking for all kinds of stuff, you know, and yeah. seeing seeing what where was everything tied into, where were all those correlations, and just starting to just bring in everything into focus, you know, to where it breaks it down to where it's understandable. Yeah, yeah. Do the research, man. Just get going with it. It's an exciting time. And uh, I know there's a lot of people out there that have had incredibly, incredibly screwed up and difficult childhoods and the way they were raised. But just try to remember that those are lessons that you chose to learn before you got here to this planet. And as, as screwed up as it seems, 
those are lessons that you decided that you wanted to learn. So don't uh, don't go down the self-pity road and, and uh, use that as a catalyst for an awakening to finally decide to uh, take, take the bull by the horns and, and, and go down the road that you want to go down, not what your ego wants to go down. Yeah. That that acquired mind uh, that's what the Taoists the Taoists they were like uh, Chinese from like 2500 years ago uh, like a, a, a philosophical uh, they were religious or some, some tradition that was that was from from back then yeah. but they they referred to as our current mind right now would be the acquired mind and that's the mind that we've been programmed with from from day one when we were born up until up until the age of 21 just that society the parents the school churches everything tv media whatever whatever sources of output and knowledge this this form that is now growing up now is going to receive all of it and just a battery of all of it from all different directions learning how you're supposed to be what you're supposed to believe in uh no you're not good enough to do this because of this reason or whatever so setting up all those limitations all these everyone else's beliefs a lot of it is going to be the beliefs from the parents so you're going to believe in god this way uh, you're going to be, you know, this type of child. We want you oh, to be. Yeah. We want you to be this way. So, it, and it's all, all of that, that programming and that structure that what we identify with still as as being us because it's the only thing that we know our experience from. Right. At no point, while we were children, were we able to say no, stop. I do not want to learn that. That is not me. That is my spirit says no on that. Yeah. We haven't been trained or taught that the spirit was us. Yeah. You know, everyone's getting programmed with the same crap in the same subconscious program, separate from the spirit. Yeah. No child is going to know to say that. <clears throat> so with that being said, we took on everyone else's programming whether we knew it or not whether we wanted it or not but we got everyone else's stuff that yeah. ended up covering up the spirit and even any access to that spirit because we were told that we were going to believe God was this certain way Certainly. these different lit religions or whatever that said that you know you must fear God fear whatever fear going to hell yada 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 it's that control mechanism that fear mechanism that keeps people it keeps their boot on people and keeps them down keeps them down in control it's not and and fear is not gonna allow someone to develop and be able to tap into their spirit fear shuts off access to the spirit correct and they knew that and they use they use it against their people they do I mean, materialism, materialism is ego. I'm, I'm just going to say that. Yeah. At no point does God want you to be afraid of him. I can tell you that much. And it's free. God's knowledge is free. It's free, yeah. Yeah, there's no point in being afraid of him. That's just 
ridiculous. Uh, the Taoists re- referred to the spirit as the original spirit. So you have the acquired mind, the thinking mind, the fear-based portion, and then you have the original spirit, which is you, the spirit. Yeah. Two complete different things. The spirit is is the higher self. It's a it's a it, it's essentially a connection to your it's a connection to your soul, but it's it's your version for your purpose here. It's that that beam of it's just a beam of light, really. Yeah. But for these for this physical purpose, the reason why you're here, that that spirit is so you can be here. And it, with without getting too deep into uh, a little sidetrack here, you know, <laughs> how much we're actually manifesting our lives, we're manifesting our body as well. Yeah. And we're manifesting the immediate environment around us as well. Yeah, we are. But that's something that we don't get to we don't get to look at or experience that way, but being that we are creators, yeah. And how we are creating for this experience, we're we're creating more than what is is even uh understandable. Yeah, definitely way more than what we ever realized. On so many different yeah. multidimensional levels. Yeah, you you are definitely the creator, more than you know. I can. I'm gonna. I'll work up. I'll work up to that. Work that, up to that. that. <laughs> <Work> <laughs> up to that. <laughs> <laughs> and the the ego thinks, and the spirit knows. The ego is that 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 thinking mind that's always running and the spirit knows and it's just at peace it has it's intuitive and it's understanding yeah it's compassionate it's calm the ego is none of those things the spirit is an internal state of being ego wants to be angry all the time controlling and like we were saying earlier about law of attraction and manifestation all of that work is done through the spirit so if someone is really having a a painful experience and they're wanting to change things they don't know how to change things so when they go to manifest it isn't working because they're still like working against themselves yeah Absolutely. For what they're trying to manifest. Yeah. Deep deep down inside, they don't even believe it's possible. That yeah. And that, that's another one, too. Yeah. yeah that's what, big. What they're trying to, what they want. They don't subconsciously don't believe it's possible. So it's never going to come. Exactly. Yeah. There's that, there is that bias there. Yeah. And the subconscious is the gateway to the spirit. So. Yeah. You know, get. And you attract what you're in vibration with. Yeah. Whether it's a low vibration or a high vibration, you only experience what you are in vibration with. So if you keep attracting toxic people into your life, there's a clue right there. Yes. That would be something to look at inside yourself is the reason why that you're gr- uh, these people are gravitating towards you. Yeah, like attracts like, definitely. Not opposites. So don't get frustrated. Just change your vibration level. Uh, and it's our 
our inner resistance as well. We've talked about this before that yeah. that it's that resistance that's on a a universal electrical circuit. Whatever inner resistance that we have is reflected back to us in our reality for our resistances. Yeah. If you have resistance, you won't be able to manifest what you want because you're already resisting it. Correct. That's something to kind of chew on for a little bit, but it, that yeah. that needs to make sense. Yeah, spirit already knows you're resisting it, so you're not going to get it. Yeah. And that goes through anything in your life experience about resisting any of it. Yeah. You can see what you're looking at, whether you have resistance towards, towards it or not. Whether it be good or bad, it's going to be some type of a bias that if you saw it for just how it was, it wouldn't have a value assigned to it. It would just be just how it is. How it is. Yeah. Accept it. it just an acceptance that's it yeah a lot of times in order to get what you want you're going to have to discover what your self-worth is and in order to discover what your self-worth is you're gonna have to go back to the inner child go back to your early years of life so you might as well just do the mental work and get that side of it cleared up so you can manifest what you want yeah and getting and staying away from the outcome-based happiness yeah or putting all of that value into the outcome versus putting it into the process. Yeah, be happy first. That about wraps up what I wanted to speak on the spiritual awakening portion for this Beautiful. podcast. All right. Don't I don't want to take it too far yet. <laughs> with the with the next podcast, the next episode we're going to do now, kind of want to stick with the uh, go back to the acquired mind. Okay. And talk about the acquired mind the collective consciousness are the base survival instincts of the ego and how all of that is is related with each other and then having the spirit as being completely separate from all of it yeah (laughs) yeah building it up in stages and then showing the separation there maybe that'll kind of shine a new perspective on it yeah absolutely well thank you so much for listening all right. Thanks for hanging in there through the kind of yeah, laughy parts. <laughs> well, we love you guys so much. Thank you for listening, and uh, just be be kind out there. Be good to each other. Show each other love. Absolutely. Just just be you. Be your heart. Be your spirit. Yeah, and uh, join us next episode for the acquired mind. And uh, once again, we ask you, what is your ETA? We'll see you later. Bye, guys. Bye.